comes at a time when TikTok is growing to be one of the US's most popular and widely used social media apps, and crucially one that isn't based in Silicon Valley. Um, Chu said that over 150 million people use TikTok a day uh, and issued concerns that the US wanting to ban TikTok on the grounds of national security would mean that this service would be taken away from millions of Americans and like you know, probably like a lot more. Um, and uh, what was really interesting about that segment, and maybe we can start off from this point, uh, was that like it seemed in this hearing that both the politicians, but also Xu Chu were not really just talking to each other they were very aware of an audience that was watching them. And so for US politicians, this is obviously like trying to kind of like raise their public profile, especially like during uh, or kind of like in the run up to a US election. Um, but for Xu Chu, what was really interesting based on like what I read from like various reports was that like TikTok uh, creators, uh, people, members of TikTok were kind of watching Xu Chu um on like on the app as far as like i'm aware so there was this, almost this feeling that he's also like talking to them i think he uses this sentence where he says um where he says like you know if this ban takes place they're going to take tiktok away from you um so i feel like i'll leave that there for a second and chris i sort of wanted to ask you just to sort of kick us off um how did we get to this hearing what you watched the whole like uncut edition was were there any bits that sort of like stood out for you and what do you think was sort of the main kind of contentions that were taking that was like taking place in this hearing yeah so i think i think probably we have to go back uh essentially to like the origins of tiktok to understand why it happened because you know it is inescapable that this is an app which originated in china uh you know the parent company ByteDance, uh, and this is kind of like the best um kind of indication of how just terrible and toxic the link to China is, which is ByteDance, TikTok's parent company, prefers to say that it is based in the Cayman Island, which is like a known tax haven, mm. rather than say they're based in China. And to me, that's like just like such a, a mindfuck that they say we are happily kind of downplaying the amount of tax that we pay <laughs> rather than say we are based in china which is like just so so weirdly through the looking glass um so you know we know that this has always been a chinese app uh probably the the next kind of big flashpoint would be summer of 2020 when uh you know donald trump kind of single-handedly waged a war against the app trying to ban it in the united states uh TikTok kind of appealed that through the courts and, you know, hilariously, uh, Donald Trump uh, managed to get kicked out of the White House and lose uh, an election before the court case came to fruition. So the Biden administration kind of said, right, well, we're done with this. We're not going to pursue this weird Trump court case, um, but we are going to put you on watch, TikTok. We're going to keep looking at you, making sure that you're okay. And that was kind of... I guess the trigger point that got us to to uh, this hearing uh, in 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 March, which is that um, that was always kind of a concern for TikTok because Donald Trump was completely crazy and like did things just not by the book in any way, shape, or form. The Biden administration, you kind of assumed that there would be a base competence there that could threaten TikTok if they found something. Um, we've then got to kind of you know early twenty twenty two. Uh, sorry, early 2023, and um, multiple countries around the world have kind of instigated these weird quasi-bans on TikTok, but only in certain situations. So if you are um, a parliamentary staffer 
in the UK, then you currently can't use TikTok mm. on a on a work device or in the parliamentary estate. Which I mean, fair enough. Don't really care if you are uh, a US federal government employee. You can't use TikTok on your work device either. Same thing in the European Union. Same thing in um, you know like Belgium. Uh, lots of weird countries that are kind of half banning TikTok, but also not on the grounds of national security. And I think. It's interesting. They kind of say national security, but actually, we think it's probably geopolitics, and they haven't provided yeah. evidence. So this is the this is where we get to this big um, this big uh, congressional hearing, which is uh, we were expecting this huge evidence. We've seen these bans happening. We've had the claims of national security. I went in expecting there to be some sort of kind of blockbuster revelation around TikTok's data practices and some evidence that it's handing over data to China wholesale. And what I got was Dan Crenshaw uh, recording um, kind of supervillain social media content uh, and lots of people just shouting at a person who wasn't white in a way that they wouldn't if they were white. It was very, very weird. Mm. What were the kind of things that you, um, you know, because I, I sort of only saw clips of like what was taking place um, what was sort of when uh, Chu was sort of being questioned? What were the things that he was being questioned on by politicians? Uh, like from what I understand, based on like our conversation prior to recording, there was like the sort of mixture of you know questions about data and about data retention, the algorithms, but there were also just like these very sort of like quite dumb questions on how TikTok works uh, from people who like clearly do not know how to use his app but like have gripes with it but are sort of lodged within a broader culture world. is it possible that tiktok had enough data could get enough data on me that you could use artificial intelligence and your algorithms and, and machine learning to write an algorithm that could persuade me to change how i view a policy issue no yeah, and and the latter was more in the majority, unfortunately. I mean, you you said in the intro that these things they take a pattern where it's essentially old people embarrass themselves um, mm. by asking just completely off the wall questions, and that was the case here, but kind of doubled, I suppose, because you know some of them literally had never used this before. Whereas maybe you know, like a a US politician who's like in the middle age or whatever might have used YouTube or Facebook and kind of familiarized themselves a little bit with it because this has the the kind of China connection. It was seen as, you know, I won't get near it within a 10 foot barge pole or something like that. Where was the source code for TikTok developed? Was it developed in China or in the United States? It's a global collaborative effort. Like a lot was of it developed for a lot in, of companies. Was it developed in China? Some of it? Some of it is. Okay. Um, so yeah, there were lots of these kind of embarrassingly stupid questions of, does TikTok connect to my home Wi-Fi? If I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to to access the network to get connections to the internet, if, if that's the question. Um, and things like that. Uh, and then, as you said, um, you know, someone who basically had a whole line of questioning around the algorithm while being unable to pronounce the word algorithm. But then there were, you know, some um, kind of interesting lines of questioning, which were um, around uh, kind of data and particularly around kind of child uh, security online, which was really interesting. There were kind of like two small glimmers, I suppose, of hope. One was um, 
there was a group of politicians who were quizzing uh, the TikTok CEO who were pursuing their own kind of hobby horse. They, they, they are developing legislation at the minute that they hope will protect kind of uh, kids on social media platforms and, and other apps like TikTok who were trying to um, get uh, you to kind of like uh, sign up essentially to to what they're proposing. Then there were others who were asking actually like relatively nuanced questions that kind of just got drowned in a load of nonsense by everybody else. So, um, you know, a couple of uh, Congress people were asking kind of not necessarily about the obvious links to China, but were asking lines of questioning around, well, how does staff communicate? And that is an issue for TikTokers. Um, uh, you know, people who know how TikTok works internally uh, this isn't a surprise to them, but for others it is, where TikTok has a kind of a version of Slack sort of thing that is developed internally at ByteDance called Lark, which yeah. does have um, kind of many of its servers and its databases in China. And so there are kind of you know, worries around that, where if anything that is being communicated about US or Western users on Lark could potentially be traveling to China, then that becomes an issue. Uh, and there was kind of you know a, a glimmer of questioning around that, but then it, it it kind of you know each person only got five minutes. They generally spent the first minute or two presenting their kind of argument for to be cut up and put onto Twitter or Instagram afterwards, right, and then yeah. they ended up having no chance to actually quiz someone. Yeah.